0: So, just what is Charles Bassey's ceiling? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Yeah, Spurs. Still have another day off. Uh, they'll get back in action tomorrow versus the Denver Nuggets and uh, maybe put a you know, faster end to this bad season and look forward to the real season that I call the offseason. Yeah, draft lottery, all that good stuff. But what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking about Charles Bassey. You know, what do we like about him signing an NBA deal? What have the numbers shown in the past few games? And basically, what is his ceiling as a member of the san antonio spurs and if time permitting we'll dive into some news notes that you may have missed i was going to bring him on he is the one the only the man that i heard and correct me if i'm wrong uh joe garcia that i heard that you actually are the inventor of cell phones is that correct
1: <laughs> no i wish i was <laughs> if i was <laughs> i'd be a rich man i wouldn't be doing lows let's put it like that
0: oh brutal man come on i would hope you wouldn't big time <laughs> me that way if you were uh the inventor of cell phones.
1: Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have time for the little people anymore, Jeff. I'd, I'd oh, be up in my man. mansion.
0: Now you I know. know how Joe really is. <laughs> is that how you're going to be if you win the lottery? You're just going to like just step on all the little people?
1: No, man. If I win the lottery, I would say nothing. I wouldn't tell anybody. But there will be signs, Jeff. There will be signs.
0: <laughs> well, I, I I think you probably would buy you know a radio station or something like that. I mean, That'll be our first sign. Uh, but- no,
1: I'd probably buy a, like a, a really nice vehicle. You know, that would probably yeah. be one sign. You know, be rocking some really nice kicks. You know, that might be another sign. Then I don't know. Maybe oh, get, a, get a get get a house maybe somewhere where it's far away from you know the the traffic of San Antonio. You know, I don't want to be bothered, dude. I I want to live on the outskirts. You know.
0: I hear you. I hear you. All right, Joe. Well, thanks for taking time to join Locked On Spurs before you make it big time and just turn your nose at me in every invite. Oh but, man, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be saying let them eat cake. You know exactly, <laughs> Marie Antoinette. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's go to dive into this, Joe. Um, you, you know the you know it's not not somewhat recent news, but uh, Charles Bassey Spurs uh, uh, gave him a, a deal an NBA deal. Yeah. They signed him uh, to a contract. So he's on board as a member of the San Antonio Spurs, none of this two-way contract deal. Uh, you know, you know, I know it's been a while since you've been on lockdown Spurs, but what was your reaction to that? When you heard the news that Bassey got himself an NBA deal.
1: Well, the timing, you know, of the whole thing was, uh, you know, very telling, you know, I think this came right around the time that the Spurs were uh, heavily involved in trading one Yaka mm-hmm. portal, you know, the rumors were right. swirling and I, I don't remember it at the time that they had already traded him or they were about to trade him, but, you know, giving him this deal, they really, it shows that the Spurs really believe in, in Charles Bassey and mm-hmm. looking at some of his film, you know, looking at some of the, uh, you know, replays of his highlights and, and seeing what he does in the context of a game. I, I mean, I, I really believe at this point, they think that he could be their, their starting center of the future. You know, he maybe has they see that he has a higher ceiling uh, than one Yaka portal because we'll get into that. But he does have a lot of the tools, you know, so getting him, you know, at a, at a really bargain basement deal, you know, at four years, 10.2 million, um, including 5 million of that guaranteed. Average salary right now is looking at 2.5 uh, mm-hmm. million, you know, per year. Uh, that's his base salary. And, you know, they're not taking too much of a cap hit. Either, which is going to be two point five million, and they have a dead cap value at two point five million as well. So overall, it's a win win for both parties.
0: Yeah, it definitely is, and um, it's a team friendly deal as well. We'll get into more what that could mean down the road. But yeah, again, you know, not a bad deal, not a bad signing. You know, he remember years ago how many Spurs fans media were saying, "Oh, the Spurs need that athletic, bouncy big." Well, he is that, and we're seeing that. He's very uh quick on the step, you know, he can get up easy, you know, rebound, block and score. Does a little bit of everything. But Joe, do we have to understand that he's still a a product that he's still a, a you know, a raw player that needs work?
1: Yeah, he's still a still a work in progress. He has some things that he needs to work on, but when you're looking at him and when what he can do out there on the court, there's some things to get excited about. I mean, how many times did you see Yaka Portal, you know, be able to knock down a three-pointer? I think he had maybe, what, one or two for his career, Jeff? I mean, right. Charles Bassey, if you if you wanted a big who could shoot a three, you know, maybe drop back and and shoot a, a, a stand-up stationary jumper here and there, that might be Charles Bassey, you know? So Spurs fans have them some things to get excited
0: about. You know, before we dive deeper into, you know, what it means and, of course, his ceiling, you know, what What grade would you give the Spurs signing him? Uh, an A, uh, an F, a B? What, what would you put in the range? Oh, I'd give him a solid A,
1: you know, uh-huh. I, at this point. Because, again, you know, I think they see the ceiling that is, you know, it's going to be pretty high for one Charles Bassey. And might as well get him under, a, you know, <laughs> at the team-friendly deal at a bargain uh, discounted price uh, before, you know, he gets other suitors uh, looking to see what he he can do and maybe take a chance on him. So I think it's an A. A solid A in my part, you know, for the Spurs signing him.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think it's a very uh, solid uh, A as well. It, it made sense because when he would get the call ups from Austin when he was on that two way deal, you saw something. There was something there. Yeah, you, know, you, you could see it. You know that that enthusiasm. You know the want to win and that ability to just get in the paint and just cause havoc. Let's look at some of the numbers out. You know, obviously we're talking about him splitting time between Austin and San Antonio. Well, before that. You know, in his Austin uh, uniform days, played about ten games, uh, shot the ball about forty percent, and you know, rebounding, you know, was just you know, he was averaging about like twenty eight percent defensive rebounding. So he definitely was a monster on the uh, glass. But again, you know, we we look at that, and you have to understand that it is the you know, it is the G League, and look, no, no casting aspersions on them. You know, G League is a path, but. He definitely showed that he may be playing among boys, he, he, you know, 10. Well, who was the average about 22 points per game I and mean, close to 23, Joe? you know, It was ridiculous. You know, he, he had. Did you see that game he had? Well, I see it, but maybe you heard about the game where he scored like 40 points in like a quarter and a half. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. He, it was, he, he was already beyond the G League level, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, I mean, but, you know, he's still, again, there's still some things he has to, to work on as far as his mechanics go. And we'll, we'll start getting into that, you know, but yeah, I mean, you could tell that he was further along than just, you know, having him delegated towards uh, playing mm-hmm. in the G League. But with with a lot of the injuries hitting the San Antonio Spurs this season, I think Coach Pop had no choice but to go ahead and play one Charles Bassey. And, mm-hmm. you know, when he started playing the kid, I think he, he saw some things he liked, you know, thus mm-hmm. them, the Spurs going ahead and offering him a contract extension.
0: It's interesting, right, how injuries this season have allowed and lent to the rebuild process of individual players. Devin Vassell gets hurt. Well, that's more minutes for Sohan. You know, you're seeing him uh, blossom. The tr- you know, y- Yaka Pertl was, you know, got traded. You know, I know it wasn't an injury, but allowed the path for Bassey. Uh, Trey Jones gets hurt. You know, Blake Wesley comes in. So, yeah, it's interesting to see that. But as far as Bass is concerned, yeah, he was just tearing up the G League. Nine rebounds per game, 2.3 assists uh, about a block a game. But then he gets a call-up. And then you know, you're seeing those moments, those flashes. You know, he became an instant fan favorite. He's a local guy, too. Went to St. Anthony High School in San Antonio. So, all in all, a good, a good uh, signing. But oh, But it's interesting, too, because... During the last few games, he has been getting the start for the San Antonio Spurs. and We're going to talk about that when we get back. We're going to look at some of the numbers that Bassi has had in the last two games with San Antonio and a starting position for them. We're joined by Joe Garcia. He is with Two Shots Podcast. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. But I want to talk to you about Nissan Aria. And it's time for Nissan's Aria's Most Electric Player of the Week right here on Lockdown Spurs, which is brought to you by the all-new All-Electric 2023 Nissan Aria. And that is going to go to Jeremy Sohan. He's been playing very well this season, you know, in the last few games, really putting up good numbers. Even did the Hulk Hogan and ripped his jersey off. He just wanted to win those games. So he has that passion. On the court, off the court, he wants to win. He is Nissan's most electric player of the week right here on Locked On Spurs. It's electric. It's brilliantly fierce. It's fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful. It delivers on duality with a combination of fierceness and elegance, beautiful but strong, the perfect SUV crossover that is the Nissan Aria. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence in in all-in-one EV. The all-new All-Like 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. We're back with Joe Garcia. He is with Two Shots Podcast, and the man that I heard actually gave uh, inspiration for George Lucas to create the Star Wars galaxy and universe. Good job, Joe. Yeah, thanks, How did you do it? How did you do it?
1: I don't know. I mean, I guess he just uh, maybe saw some of the things that I was doing, and you know, he said, "I'm going to go ahead and follow his suit." Now, I'm just playing that that doesn't even happen. But you know what, Jeff, you're talking about that Nissan Aria. Maybe if you win the lottery, that might be a sign of you winning the lottery, buying some some new wheels.
0: You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do go like new. I would go to old school. I would find like oh. some sort of like you're going to buy the teenage seventies turtles van, with the party wagon. <laughs> I'm down with that. You know, that's cool. Uh, but we are talking with Joe Garcia and uh, Charles Bassey. We're going to get to the main topic of this episode, which is what is Bassey's ceiling in just a few minutes. But Joe Bassey's been getting the start in the last two games for the Spurs. Now, granted, you know, there were blowouts, but nevertheless, he's stepping in. He's getting the opportunity uh, to shine in an otherwise already dead season. The season's all over for the Spurs, even though they have, what, like, a little over 15 games left. Nevertheless, what have you been seeing the last two games with Bassey?
1: Yeah, just kind of some of the same things. You know, um, one of the things that really stands out at me uh, with Bassey is his uh, his athleticism, you know, and, and how he's able to, especially I think he shines in transition transition defense uh, when the opposing team is, you know, on a fast break and how quickly uh, Charles Bassey can get back on defense, you know, and you know i've been surprised because he's actually able a- at times to be able to go toe to toe with some of the opposing team's guards you know like he can go ahead and handle his himself you know he can he can go ahead and guard the uh, the opposing team's point guards and he can step out you know up to the three point line and stick with them you know even though they have more speed than charles Bassey, he makes up for for the speed with his length and his athleticism, but he has great footwork. Uh, he has a high motor, uh, being able to be, uh, you know, at the right place at the right time. And also one of the things that I like is his ability to help defend the, the, the rim, you know, he's a good rim protector. So he's showing me some things that like, okay, well, if he can go ahead and really develop some of his other mechanics, um, he's probably going to have a higher ceiling than one Yaka portal. So Yaka portal wasn't old by any means, but he was getting up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Charles Bassey right now is at the ripe old age of 22. He's has some some things that really stood out at me, like I just mentioned to you. So if he can put some things together, he's mm-hmm. going to have a higher ceiling than one Yaka Portal. So the ability to shoot the three as well, you know, that's that's another thing that I liked about him. So, you know, there's there's things there that you like as far as his defensive prowess. But there's some other things that you, we can talk about as far as the cons. But let's go ahead and see what you have to say, Jeff.
0: Yeah, I like that he's taking advantage of the minutes played in the last couple of games, scored in double figures in back-to-back games in that Houston uh, series set, 14 points in both games, averaging a little over 19 minutes a game. He's taking advantage of that. Now his rebound, I think, needs to improve. He had six versus Houston in the most recent game, and then that first Houston game in San Antonio, he had eight. He's shooting the ball well, 70%. Uh, against Houston in the last game in 87 in the uh, first game. So you're seeing, you know, the buddings of something there. And, look, he, he ain't going to take three-point shots, but you didn't really lose that much with Pirtle. Yeah uh, I mean, Bassie took one shot, one three-shot versus Houston March 5th. But definitely making an impact on that court. Much of the rebounding, I think the rebounding needs to uh, spike up a bit, and, and I'll reserve all that for, you know, his ceiling a chat in just a few minutes. So taking advantage. And I like that. He's just honest, you know, after the games, you know, in the post game chats, uh, he's saying that he's already looking forward to the off season, that he's looking to work on his craft, that he's working, uh, to looking to work on his game, really filling in the void for San Antonio, uh, Joe, I look at Bassey and, uh, you mentioned something right now about his, you know, I know you get a little sneak preview of what your thoughts on his ceiling. And you mentioned hurdle. I don't know if he's at Pirtle level yet. Pirtle level yet. Uh, Pearl, you know, ran the picket and roll well. I need to see more of that from Bassie. You know, but then on the other side, Pirtle much more athletic. I mean, sorry, uh is much more athletic than Pirtle. So you know, we'll see what, what's going to happen. I think what's really going to push it over the edge for me is if he develops some sort of outside shot. You know, Pirtle was not having that. He didn't really do. when he probably developed, didn't he realize some sort of like push shot in the paint? Like he kind of just pushed it in, but never really developed it at a shot, like a mid-range shot. So that's something I'll, I think Bassey could do. Joe, you look at the last two games, he got the start. Uh, granted, that's a lot. You know, that had a lot to do with it because of the injury situation. And you know, then he just did guys. And Zach Collins was out for a game or two. How do you think that displaces a guy like Zach Collins, though? you think Zach Collins will still get those minutes over Bassey, whether it be to wrap up this season or even maybe start next season? That's going to be up to Coach
1: Pop. But if I was Coach Pop, you know, you have a season that's really, let's be honest, it's not really going anywhere. You're fighting yeah, for It's a,
0: it's a wash. Already. It's a wash.
1: Yeah. You're fighting really at this point for a top pick in the NBA draft. Right now, the Spurs are battling for at least the fourth, third worst record in the league. Mm-hmm. Um Go ahead and play Charles Bassey over Collins, you know, because you need to go ahead and give your younger pro, younger player a little bit more experience. Give him the run. Give him the minutes. You know, rest Collins a little bit because he is injury prone, as we have seen. So go ahead and let him take it easy. You know, you don't want to go ahead and wear him out. You want him in good health so he can go ahead and have a great off season and come back even healthier uh, for the, you know, for the next season. But, yeah, I think that Coach Bob should, you know, emphatically keep starting Bassey. Um, You like a lot of the things you're seeing out of out of Bassie mm-hmm. right now. And I think one of the couple of things that he needs to work on is where Jakob Portal was probably a tad better than Bassie, is, you know, especially in the paint, being able to go ahead and develop a little bit more as far as his, his low, low post, you know, as far as developing that, you know. I want to see him develop his, you know, his moves in the low post a little bit more. I mm-hmm. want to see him finish more with his left hand, um, you know, and also developed a really uh, decent shot. You know, he's not going to be a, a prolific shooter, let's let's be honest. But if he has the ability to go ahead and shoot a, you know, a stand-up, you know, wide-open uh, jumper, hit it, you know. Uh, I do like his hands. He has great hands. Uh, mm-hmm. He needs to develop his passing ability a little bit more. I think that's where Yaka Portal excelled over Bassi. Uh, you like the, a lot of the passing ability that Yaka Portal displayed. Charles Bassey needs to do a better job, I think, in regards to that. You do like his court vision. You like mm-hmm. his ability to, you know, be able to stay stay in front of his defender, no matter what position they're in, as far as like a, a small forward, a defend, you know, like a point guard or a guard, shooting guard, for example. Um, but there's still some things that I think he still needs to work on, you know, and one of those is he, he can de- develop, develop either a mid-range jumper or even you know take more of those wide open threes because when he shoots the three he has great mechanics when you're looking at him you know good ball re- rotation good form and he sets his feet very well uh, those are the makings of somebody who can actually develop a really good you know jumper or you know maybe at least a 10 15 foot jumper so i'd like to see him work on that a little bit more but right now in his raw form he shows a lot of promise. Now, you just hope that every season he's going to get better and better and better. And I think at some point he can go ahead and surpass that Jakob portal ceiling and be better than one Jakob portal. But he just has to work hard at it. But he has a good uh, start. Let's put it like that. So mm-hmm. I like a lot of things that I see out of this kid.
0: It may be a very small sample size, Joe. But whenever this season, Bassi has 10 or more rebounds, the Spurs are 3-1. and So take that for what you will, everybody. It is something there. He is Joe Garcia with Two Shots Podcast. When we get back, we're going to get into the heart of the show, and that is what is Bassie ceiling? What does he need to work on? We've already been alluding to it, and much, much more right here on Lockdown Spurs with Joe Garcia. But next up, I want to talk to you about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. If your goal is to eat a little healthier this year, and if you're like me, you, you got to get healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste, then you got to try this. You got to try Built. Built healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious, you wouldn't even think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, you heard it right. Real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors such as churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I don't know how Built does it, but these Built bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. You don't have to wait around anymore to get a box. And for, for, for a long time, Built has been asking you to go to Bilt.com. You can still do that, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. You go to Walmart today, go into the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Bilt bars. There's a four-bar box, cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. Close to a Sam's Club, they have a 13-bar box with flavors such as brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. We're back right here on Locked On with Joe Garcia with Two Shots Podcast. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. And we're putting to spotlight Charles Bassey's ceiling. So, Joe, we've been kind of alluding to it, you know, his ceiling. You think that he can get to or surpass Jakob Pertl? I agree with you. I think he can, and what pushes it over the edges for me just he has that athleticism that Portal doesn't have, and especially in today's NBA. Joe, your thoughts?
1: No, exactly. You know that's what we've been pointing out uh, when you're looking at Yaka Portal. Yaka Portal lacked that that speed and athleticism, but Yaka Portal was a very uh, smart player out there in the court. His basketball, like you, was high. He knew exactly mm-hmm. when to come out and set the screens. You know really good in the pick and roll situation, being able to go ahead and pass the ball. And he was a solid rim protector, a solid rebounder. Um, and you know, you see a lot of those same things out of one Charles Bassey, but they're in their raw form right now. Um, and you compare him to Yaka portal as well. And you look at the turnovers and that's one of the things that I think he could, uh, kind of, you know, get better at. I mean, overall, you're looking to see what he does and he does turn the ball over. Um, Every single game, it seems like, uh, except for this last outing against the Houston Rockets, he had zero uh, turnovers, which is great going along with his 14 points. But when you look what he did over the course of the last couple of games, he had, you know, four turnovers against the Houston Rockets in their first Mm -hmm. matchup on March the 4th. He had four turnovers against the Indiana Pacers on March the 2nd. He had a turnover against the Utah Jazz on February the 28th and on Saturday, February the 25th against the, the Jazz as well. He had two turnovers, so he needs to go ahead and uh, learn not to turn over the ball so much. You don't want to go ahead and give away points. You want to go ahead and keep those points, especially with the Spurs and, you know, them falling behind early and not being able to really execute games in crunch time. I mean, Mm -hmm. over the last couple of games, we've kind of seen that as well against the Houston Rockets. So Mm -hmm. every mistake is critical, you know, so you want to see him improve in those departments.
0: Absolutely. In the last three games, he's averaging 11 points per game, six rebounds per game, 2.3 assists, and got the start, as mentioned, uh, versus Houston. So, yeah, there's something there. You know, you dig a little deeper, too. You know, you look at just the month of March, uh, you, you know, again, double-figure scoring. You know, he jumped from, in February, he was averaging about 7.8 in five San Antonio games. So he's taking advantage of those minutes. So I like that as well. So his ceiling is very high. It, you know for me the jury is still out you know he's only going to get what about 15 ish games to close out this season then the real deal will begin that in the offseason what will he improve upon we alluded to it you you mentioned lessening turnovers you know shooting the ball better you know i love to see him develop a better basketball IQ as you mentioned joe so overall the ceiling is very very high and look Joe, this is a rebuild and his contract is friendly if they need to flip him, huh? It is. So
1: let's say, for example, the San Antonio Spurs, they beat the odds and they wind up getting the first overall pick, and the San Antonio Spurs, mm-hmm. in fact, draft Victor Wembayama. What does that do with Charles Bassey? You know, what does that do with Zach Collins? You yeah, know, right. Zach Collins, I believe his contract's going to be expiring here. So you have that insurance in one, Charles Bassey. You know, so Charles Bassey is not too shabby coming off that bench. You know, if you, in fact, do draft Victor Wimbeyama. you know, you just have a solid one-two punch. So, I mean, I think the Spurs are, are, are gearing up for the future here. They're preparing in case something does happen. You know, uh, a miracle happens, you know, and lightning strikes three times for the San Antonio Spurs, and they wind up getting that first uh, draft pick. So,
0: Well, here's the, here's the thing, too. Even Even if the Spurs end up getting Henderson, you know, Henderson loves to play down downhill and, and Bassey can run up and down the court with the best of them. So, I mean, what would, would have a big that can run with a guy like Henderson, it'd be great. And it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. You have a kid yeah. that seemingly looks like he has a lot of upside. The Spurs will definitely develop that good signing. He has some NBA experience and he played with Philadelphia before coming to San Antonio. So I think his curve is uh his learning curve is going to be a lot shorter. And especially, you know, heading into next season. But if he's still ask- a Spur, if he's still a Spur, he still to- could get flipped in the offseason. Yeah. So but
1: we need to ask a question here, Jeff. <laughs> What's that? You you have confidence, so much confidence in one Charles Bassey that you're going to go and buy a Spurs jersey with his name on the back of it for the Is- upcoming season.
0: I glad you mentioned that, 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 that jersey, like let's say somebody does that, you know, like you said, you know, messing around with me, you know, get a Charles Bassey jersey. You, you know, just say, you know, worst case scenario happens, he leaves San Antonio or he gets flipped or whatever, the free agency. And then you fast forward a few uh, years later and you show up to that, to a Spurs game with a bassy jersey. People will look at you like, you know what? <laughs> You're that guy. You, you have a Bassy jersey. Where did you get that? I could definitely see something like that happening. yeah But
1: I mean, you could uh, get it for next season, you know,
0: like you could definitely get it for next season. Them. Yeah. yeah. They, Cause they do, um, Taylor jersey right so you can get your own custom jersey with any name on it right yeah you can get any name believe me i've seen a whole
1: bunch of them jeff
0: oh yeah did you ever see the one where those fans wore the uh wimbayana one like yeah they were like a pair yeah that was a funny one but-
1: yeah I, i've seen some with some mexican slang on it in the back of them too i think i sent you some pictures of them as well it's like Th- yeah. that wasn't you no man that that was not me but some of these Spurs fans have no chill, dude. Like, they just don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is Joe Garcia with Two Shots Podcast. Joe, tell us what's going on with Two Shots.
1: Oh, well, we're going to be recording another episode on um, Thursday. So that'll be releasing either Thursday evening, depending on when we finish, or it's going to be released early Friday uh, in probably the first half of the day. So keep an eye out for that. I'm working on getting some special guests for that one. So We'll see, you know, hopefully things can line up and we're going to have
0: another good show. I think your ceiling, Joe, is Joel Embiid. Yeah, you could be that dominant.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness, dude. You're speaking about Joe M- Joel Embiid. And it's funny because over the, the past weekend, I was watching, uh, you know, the, the NBA game with the Sixers and the Spurs. And I was watching UFC boxing. And I had my boy here, Jonas Clark. He's a good mm-hmm. friend of mine. And we were watching the Sixers game, and I don't know why they did this, but somebody from ABC went ahead and put on there the the catchphrase, Imbied Indeed, indeed. <laughs> I was like, wow. They need to wow. coin that one, dude. I was laughing. I thought it was hilarious when you said Joel <laughs> Indeed. It reminded me of that. Embied indeed,
0: indeed. Indeed, indeed. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely see. Uh, what I don't know. Definitely, don't forget to check out Joe's Show Two Shots podcast. He has a lot of cooking for you. It's not just Spurs; he covers everything, and I mean everything. Uh, are, you, are you dabbling to the the Brahma's too? Yeah, dabbling into the
1: Brahma's. If I have time, All you right. know, I've been busy. Yeah. I've been working a whole lot, but uh, I will be seeing a, a screener here coming up and on the fourteenth, Jeff of John Wick Four. So. We're going to be doing a a movie review on that one. So watch out for that. I mean,
0: everybody. See what I mean? He covers everything, even off the court, off the field, off the diamond. Joe Garcia has it for you at Two Shots Podcast. And make sure to follow Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, the Kins 5 Plus app, so many other uh, outlets for you to check it out and uh, make your second listen locked on game to game NBA every stat every box score every highlight covered on locked on game to game available on the Odyssey app YouTube wherever you get podcasts so for Joe Garcia I am Jeff Garcia we're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Spurs
2: American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters, because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you've got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.